Hey friend, welcome to the Feel Your Best podcast. I'm your host, Meg Lafferty, and I'm here to tell you that you can feel better. In fact, your best, in your own skin. Yep, I mean you. Busy, hardworking, badass woman who's juggling all the things and at the end of her rope when it comes to her health. I know you, I am you, and my clients you too. It might not seem possible, but you don't have to keep feeling like this in your one and only body. That's why I'm on a mission to show you the other side. Join me each week as my guests and I share the tools you need to actually enjoy the body you've been blessed with. Because the answer isn't in another restricted diet, task on your to-do list, or simply sitting in this uncomfortable feeling. It's in uncovering your unique roadmap to your healthiest self. Ready to get started? Let's dive in to today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Feel Your Best podcast. Today, I have a special treat for you as I am sharing my free five tips to diet freedom workshop that I did a few weeks ago. And I know that this episode is going to be so eye-opening and beneficial for you. So buckle up and get ready to listen to five tips to diet freedom. Hello, and welcome to five tips to diet freedom. I am so grateful to have you here today, whether that be live or catching the replay. I want to just take a minute to introduce myself and tell you a little bit more about what we're going to be learning in this workshop and really my heart behind it. And as I'm sharing, if you are live and able to go ahead and introduce yourself in the chat as I'm introducing myself. I really believe the information you are going to learn during this workshop is going to be just so encouraging and helpful in your health journey. My name, if you don't know, is Meg Lafferty. I am a former elementary school teacher who has, in the last four years, stepped into the role of a certified holistic health coach. And my mission is to empower and encourage and inspire and educate the busy, overwhelmed, and tired woman to understand her body best and really have the necessary knowledge and resources to nourish herself in a better and more enjoyable way. I help women not only work on glowing up their physical health, but also their mental and emotional, bringing them all together to connect all of the pieces of the puzzle to her healthiest self. So I really help shed light that Many of the symptoms that you as a woman experience when it comes to your health, like low energy, belly blow, chronic fatigue, weight loss, struggles, cravings, acne, mood swings, et cetera, do not have to be your norm. And I have found with my own experience and with my clients that these symptoms do not have to be normal. And you do not have to settle for feeling uncomfortable and unhappy in your body And I believe that we were wonderfully and beautifully created to thrive and really enjoy the body and mind we have been blessed with. And that really begins with how you're nourishing yourself on a daily basis. So this leads me into why I created this workshop. And that is because I saw a need for it. And I really felt this pull and this need for this. This workshop is 
honestly something I wish that I had had access to six years ago when I was emotionally binge eating. I was restricting my calories to the point where I was pretty much physically starving myself. I was over-exercising. I was holding on to this harmful belief that I had to diet and exercise intensely to lose weight and create a body I enjoyed living in. And that's just not the case. That is not the truth. So the tips that I share with you today have been tested and proven to work on myself, or I should say not only on myself, but also my 20 plus clients that I have served over the last three years. These tips that are simple in concept do take effort. They do take persistence and they are foundational habits to see impact and transformation. And when you apply these simple tips, they are going to pivotally change the way that you approach your health and blessing you with that freedom that I know you want to experience when it comes to taking care of yourself. So this is radically resetting your beliefs around health and how to create a body you love and feel great living in. And I can say with complete confidence that these tips are life-changing and I am just so excited for you to walk away with them. So friend, you are here for a reason and you are here to experience something different. I know that's what you're craving. I can feel that. Before we really dive into this topic, I want you to take a moment to commit. And I want you to commit to progress over perfection. I want you to commit to releasing the belief that you have to eat less, follow a restrictive diet plan, remove all of the things that you love, over-exercise to create a body you love and enjoy living in. I want you to commit to doing the work and making positive change for yourself on this journey. So you signed up for this workshop because like I said, you want something different. You are craving that change and you can have that. And I believe in you. So with that being said, now that you know a little bit more about my heart and soul behind this, who I am and why I'm doing this, I want to dive in. So I have been in your shoes and If you haven't already listened to the Feel Your Best podcast, which is my podcast, I highly recommend and encourage you to go and listen to episode one because I really dig into where I was prior to where I am now, because I know you can see where I am now. If you're following me on Instagram, if you're here watching the replay, you might be thinking, oh, she's never struggled with anything. Like, look at how she is now. Look at her vibrancy. Look at her energy. She just seems really confident in herself. And I am now, but I wasn't always that way. And when you go back and listen to episode one, you can hear a little bit more about where I was and how I decided to break free from that and get to where I am now. So my hope after this workshop is that you'll have five beneficial and life-changing tips You can begin implementing slowly to work on progressing to that space where you feel the best you can in your body. And I just want to say that I still, just so you have a clear understanding, because you can look and you can think and see that, okay, maybe, you know, she is really restrictive, like she's saying she's not restrictive, but she is eating like salads all the time. And that's what people normally think when they think healthy foods. But I want to bring it into perspective that I still enjoy chocolate. I still will have wine on occasion. I go out to eat. I enjoy sushi. I enjoy sweets. You know, all of those things that 
traditional diets tell you that you cannot have and tell you to deprive yourself of, it's unrealistic and it's not sustainable. I just wanted to let you know that I still enjoy all of those things and feel great in my body and have reached an optimal weight for my unique body. Like I said, all while enjoying those still while enjoying those things. And I should also say, I'm not working out for insane periods of time. It's really all about learning to honor your body, her needs, and having the awareness around what works best for you and your body. So you deserve to experience optimal health. I am here today to show you that's possible. I'm going to dive into the five tips that that have really ultimately changed the way that I approach taking care of myself and help my clients to do as well. And these are just five of the many, many wonderful secret sauce tips that I have and share with my clients along the way. The first tip being, here we go, buckle up because this is going to be amazing. Number one is pay attention to the quality of food you're eating. So it's so much more than just counting calories and macros and points. And you might be saying, well, yeah, but those work. That works. Like I've done that before and it's worked. Okay. It doesn't work work for the long run and they work for a brief period of time, but they never really teach you about the importance of the quality of food you are choosing to eat just because one food item has, and this is something that I had no idea about just because One food item has less calories than another doesn't automatically mean that it's better for you. Of course, I know that now going through my certification course and learning as much as I have about nutrition, that's not the case. An example would be, if you can remember, if you were around for this, back when my mom was dieting and I think I was in maybe high school or college, there were those hundred calorie packs. They were like all the rage. Everybody was buying them and thinking that they were the answer, like, oh, I can eat these and I will lose weight and feel great. Those things are jam packed with artificial and harmful ingredients. However, if I'm only focused on the number of calories and thinking about that, I could look at the hundred calorie pack and say, okay, this is hundred calories. I can eat this and be within my calorie range. However, there are things that are much, much better and safer for your body that may be a little bit more in calories, but again, they don't have the added artificial and harmful ingredients in them. What's really important is being mindful about the quality of food you're choosing. What I want you to think about is your food on a spectrum. This is why it's so much more important than just calories, macros, and points. It's really understanding and having the awareness about what you're choosing to put in your body and why you're choosing to put that into your body. I want you to think about food on a spectrum. To the left, is highly processed. And when you think of a Twinkie, that's one of the most highly processed foods out there. (laughs) And on the right is farmer Jing, like your local farmer's market. And ideally the goal is to eat closer to farmer Jing, you know, organic, freshly grown products and less of the products that are all the way down here to the quality of a Twinkie. So of course you can still choose to have packaged food. We're human. It's a part of life, but the goal is to make sure you're choosing quality, safe choices for your body because it makes a big difference on how your body is going to feel. What it boils down to really is up leveling some of the packaged foods you eat. And I want to say, do not go to the store 
throw out everything in your house, that can be overwhelming and it will trigger your critter brain. Instead, what I have my clients do is slowly phase in better quality products to phase out the more harmful ones, the ones that contain addictive and harmful ingredients. How do you do that? How do you know, like if you're going to the grocery store, you might be thinking, well, that's wonderful, Megan. I appreciate that insight, but how do I know what to purchase? How do I know what to buy? It really comes down to paying attention to the food labels. This is something I work really closely and carefully on with my clients because many food manufacturers produce labels in a way that can trick you into actually thinking that they're healthy. My pro tip for you today in this bite-sized workshop is to take a look at what you really want to zoom in to are the ingredients. And if on the ingredient box, there are a ton of different ingredients and there's many of the, many of the items on there you're not able to pronounce. That tells you right away, I'm better off with a better choice. There's a healthier choice out there. And I promise you, there is a better one out there for you. And if this is something that seems a little bit overwhelming to you, I am here to provide support. And I would be happy if you reached out to me and you're like, I need some ideas to up-level my snacks or to up-level some of my products in my house. Reach out to me and I have some of my favorites that I'd be happy to share with you. Okay. Number two, slow down and chew. <laughs> Oftentimes my clients are eating their food too fast on the go, busy while they're doing other things. And what happens is that this doesn't allow your brain and your gut to effectively communicate that, Hey, I'm actually satisfied and I don't need any more food. Instead, we can keep eating and be unaware of our own internal knowledge and when, of when we need to stop. So instead of doing a million other things while you're eating, actually block out times you can eat. Start with this for one meal. Again, as you'll notice during this workshop, it's all about slowly easing into this, not doing it in an overwhelming, I'm going to change everything all at once fashion or manner. It's about starting with one small thing and making that change and doing it consistently. And that's where you're going to see the biggest transformation and the biggest impact. So start with one meal. For me, I honestly schedule my meals around our son and when we can actually sit and eat together. The reason being this forces me to be present in the moment with my food and be in tune with my internal hunger and fullness signals. A big piece of this as well as noticing who you are being when you're eating. So it's not just about what you're eating. It's about who you're being when you are nourishing your body. And one of the biggest things that I have found that has made such an impact and difference on myself and my clients is ensuring that you're eating in a relaxation state. If you're constantly eating in a state of stress that impacts your body and her ability to effectively digest the food, stress triggers a hormone cortisol, which actually slows your digestion, turning fight or flight mode on and using your energy to say, run away from a bear. <laughs> Our brains, unfortunately, haven't upgraded to be able to differentiate between actual danger and just perceived danger, i.e., you know, chronic stress. And it's so important to ensure you are, one, being present and focused on your meal, and two, feeling relaxed when you're eating to ensure your body is able to properly digest your food and use it for energy as opposed to storing it as fat. So a simple hack to slow down 
with your meal is to actually mindfully chew your food. I know you might be thinking that's really silly. You know, I chew my food. However, the majority of individuals chew their food, maybe they take three bites and then they swallow. The problem with that is this prevents your mouth from doing its job, from secreting the digestive enzyme that is needed to effectively break down your food to properly digest and eliminate it. So experts say that the faster you eat, the more food you tend to eat. Chewing your food many times at a slower pace can reduce your overall food intake. I'm going to share some signs that you are not chewing your food enough. And these are many signs that honestly, and symptoms, I should say that I experienced five years ago. When you don't chew your food enough, the rest of your digestive system becomes confused. Your body may not produce enough enzymes needed to fully break down your food. And this could lead to digestive problems, including bloating, diarrhea, heartburn, acid reflux, cramps, nausea, headaches, skin problems, uh, irritability, indigestion, and gas. What I recommend, so if you're going from three to this number, you're going to be like, wow, that's insane. But it really makes a difference. Again, you'll notice this is, I have said nothing about restricting your food or depriving yourself of things you love. This is going to allow you to enjoy the things that you love and actually enjoy them. You're not shoving them, shoveling them down in your mouth and not even paying attention to it. This forces you to slow down and be present with your meals and the things that you actually love and enjoy. And you're going to notice you don't need as much of it because you're savoring it and you're enjoying it. So the thing that I encourage you to do, and this step has really helped my clients is aim to chew your food at least 30 times before swallowing and notice how this impacts your overall health and desire to step into your optimal weight. So something fun that you can do is called the chewing game. <laughs> you can play this with your kids or you can play this with your significant other um, or a friend, whoever. The game is essentially to see who can chew their food the most times before swallowing it and goal being to get it to 30 times. So ensuring that you're taking, you know, not a teeny tiny bite where you can't chew it 30 times or this massive bite that your cheeks are like blown up like a chipmunk, a normal size bite and being mindful and chewing your food and savoring it and enjoying it. And then allowing all those enzymes to coat it so that it can properly digest and be used as energy and eliminated in your body in the right way. So I'm going to encourage you to do that challenge and see how it goes. All right. So we're coming up on the third tip and that is to honor your hunger, honor your hunger. So I want you to think of your body as if she were a car right now. <laughs> so when the gas light comes on, I want you to think about your driving and then oof, the dreaded gas light comes on. And what, what does that mean when the gas light comes on? It's a signal that your car needs to be refilled before it completely shuts down. It needs the right fuel to keep going. Food is for food is that for you as well. You have to imagine you have that inner gaslight. And when it pops on, aka, you know, hunger signals, they strike. It's time to plan to start eating. What happens when you are not able to do that and you ignore your inner hunger signals, hangry comes out, the hangry monster. 
And <laughs> for me, if that happens, you need to watch the fuck out because seriously, you want to hide <laughs> because when I am hangry, I get angry. I am irritable. I'm moody. I'm impatient. And you just don't, you do not want to be around. Honestly, the same thing happens to my son too. So that is why I plan his food ahead of time and always make sure to have things readily accessible to give to him because I can tell when that hangry monster is about to come out. I don't know if you have been there before, but I know I have been. <laughs> when you're hangry, you're not able to make the best and most aligned choices with your nutrition. You get into that headspace of like, feed me right now. And this is when binging can happen. This is when you honestly just eat and eat and eat, trying to fill that void of being so hungry. Now, what can prevent that from happening? It's very, very simple. It's not easy, but it's very simple. Is to start building awareness around your hunger signals. And also having food prepared in advance so that when the time comes, you have something aligned to your health goals and how you desire to feel that you can easily grab and eat and prevent that hangry monster from appearing. <laughs> Another piece of this, I should say, is learning to honor your fullness and the importance of that. And that's something else that I help my clients work through. So for today, your tip is to honor your hunger and ensure that you're planning your meals when your internal gaslight comes on. And if you're, if you're unsure about what your internal, what your internal hunger signals are <laughs> mouthful over here, you really need to start building that awareness around it. And that's going to help you really know when you're hungry. So for me, some of those internal hunger signals are like I get foggy brain. I start to feel more tired. My stomach maybe will start to growl. So for you, it might be a little bit different, but again, it comes to bringing that awareness around what are your hunger signals. And again, you'll notice I'm on tip number three. I have not mentioned anything about restricting your foods or depriving yourself from anything. It's all about developing that self-awareness in your body and what is going to bless her in the way that you want her to feel. All right. So number four, Pay attention to how food makes your body feel. So instead of just shoveling through your food, you know the importance of slowing down and chewing your food. And we're going to take it a step further and notice how it actually makes your body feel. So in the beginning, what I walk my clients through is noticing how foods impact their energy, their bowel movements, sleep, pain, bloat, headaches, all of those things. This takes time, but the beauty of this is that through this type of work, you really uncover the best nutrition for your body. So what actually helps you to achieve that optimal health? Noticing when things are not right within your body. I, I think as women, we have gotten so used to ignoring those things and just feeling like that's normal and it's not normal. That's your body subtly telling you that something is going on and something is wrong. And it's time to dig back in and trust and notice and pay attention to those things and build that self-awareness and that inner knowing by pausing and paying attention to how food is impacting you is going to help you notice and identify what foods may be causing that. So then you can make more informed choices of how you nourish your body. This is something that you're probably going to want to re-listen to again. And I will, okay. So I could just keep going and share with you 
so many other tips because there are so many wonderful things out there to help you, but I don't want to overwhelm you. This is really just honestly brushing the surface, building the foundational habits that are going to really radically reset the way that you take care of your body. What I want to just say is in my break free method, I dive into even more detail with these tips and I have a whole toolbox to help you transform your relationship with your body and food. If you have found these help, the tips that I've shared so far, helpful and beneficial, and would like more guidance and support to implement them and get that extra support and system that you need, I'll be talking more about that program at the end and how you can determine if it's the right next step for you. All right. Number five, identify if you're actually physically hungry or emotionally hungry. So this is really impactful and eye-opening. There is a big, big difference between physical hunger and emotional hunger. Physical hunger goes back to becoming aware of your internal hunger symptoms. So I want you to think of physical hunger as sensations in your body. For me, like I mentioned back to internal hunger, it's my stomach may growl, my energy starts to dip. I start to become unfocused and experience that brain fog. Those are the signs that let me know I am physically hungry. Whereas emotional hunger, emotional hunger means that you're turning to food to either avoid uncomfortable emotions or even to heighten pleasurable ones. It means you eat based on how you feel instead of what your body needs. Many of the women I have worked with, myself included, have experienced emotional eating or are emotional eaters. When you think about emotional eating, it comes back and boils down to eating for feelings. So examples would be eating for comfort or out of loneliness or sadness, eating for boredom, eating to try to soothe anxious or depressed feelings, eating to fill um, an aching heart. Those are big differences between physical and emotional hunger. And it's important to identify and just start paying attention and bring awareness to if you are eating more out of physical hunger or eating more out of emotional hunger. What I have found is that when I'm eating out of emotional hunger, I tend to eat more of the sweet items because for me, my emotional need is to feel comfort, to feel pleasure, to feel joy. Sometimes you might be emotionally eating, you know, chips or things like that. Again, it tends to be foods that elicit that pleasurable feeling within you. When you're eating out of physical need, if you're physically really hungry, you're going to eat like a carrot or broccoli or something like that. Whereas if you're emotionally hungry, those things do not appeal to you. So that is my final tip for you today is to identify if you're actually physically or emotionally hungry. Again, notice none of these tips were about removing foods or things from your lifestyle. They're all about building awareness and becoming in tune with your body and how you're choosing to nourish her. Being more mindful about the quality of your food, identifying your internal hunger signals, identifying whether you're eating for physical or emotional need, slowing down and chewing your food and pausing and noticing how your food actually impacts your body and mind. Friend, that was a lot of information in a short amount of time. And I know what can happen with free workshops. You can get really excited for a short amount of time, aim to implement all of the things only to fall back into old habits a week or two later, because it can be overwhelming to change and life happens. In your critter brain goes into danger mode, trying to keep you safe because you're making all these changes. If you're not sure what a critter brain is, I'm not going to dive into that right now, but I can encourage you to go listen to episode five of my podcast, which is all about building and keeping momentum going. And there I talk more about your critter brain, but that will give you a better understanding of what that is 
and how you can make changes in a way that is not going to send your critter brain into a frenzy. <laughs> it is just so incredibly beneficial to invest in support to help you effectively make those changes in a fraction of the time than it does when you're doing it by yourself. What took me five years to effectively change can happen to you in three months, three months when you put in the effort and the dedication and the work. What I wouldn't give to like go back to those five years of feeling like fucking garbage on a daily basis, I was miserable. It was awful. Just thinking about all of those things that I missed out on and all of that time. It doesn't have to be that way for you. What are you missing out on now because you of how you feel in your body? about how you feel about your body. It doesn't have to continue to be that way. You don't have to suffer through it alone. And I have been there and I have felt like no one understood. No one felt the way I did. No one struggled with their body image and nutrition the way I did. And it was all a lie I was telling myself. And just knowing and learning that I wasn't alone in this struggle made a huge difference. I want to let you know about my offer for you that is going to completely change the way that you take care of your body and your health and how you feel about yourself. I can't tell you how often I have spoken to women who just want to feel confident and comfortable in their body without having to restrict all the things that they love. They tell me, I'm so sick of feeling sluggish. I'm so sick of being tired all the time. I hate how I feel Every single day that I wake up, putting on clothes is just unenjoyable and it causes me so much stress. And I'm sure that you can relate to that. And if you can relate to that, my breakthrough method, 12 weeks to diet freedom is what you've been waiting for. In this 12 week program, I will help you go from feeling unhappy and uncomfortable in your body to confident, energetic, and loving the body you've been blessed with all while enjoying the things you love and never having to diet again. And I can do this because I have been where you are. And I know what it really takes to reach your optimal body and feel incredibly vibrant and joyful and confident. Not so long ago, I completely hated how my body looked and felt and was restricting my food. I was barely eating, hate going to parties and get togethers because I knew there would always be things I wanted, but wouldn't allow myself to have. I refused to be in pictures when I was pregnant because of my body dysmorphia. I was constantly exhausted, moody. I had trouble focusing, brain fog, daily stomach aches and belly bloat, Ugh, acne, eczema, the list goes on and on. And you can tell that I get when I think about it. I still get upset about it because just the time I wasted feeling that way. It didn't have to be that way. That's why I am just so passionate about what I do because I know you are there and you feel that and you don't have to. At that point in my time, I really just felt like that was normal because I didn't know any differently. I had felt that way for so long that I didn't realize my body could feel any other way. That brings me to where I am now. <laughs> I realized that that is not normal and that my body does not need to feel that way. I eat more now than I ever did. Like it's unbelievable how much food I eat, <laughs> 
Binge eating is a very rare occurrence when it used to be daily. I no longer experience daily headaches, chronic fatigue. I don't have eczema patches on the backs of my skin anymore. I actually learned the right way to nourish my body and really enjoy every aspect about it. I released that belief that restriction and deprivation were the only way to get me where I wanted to be. I have welcomed and joy and freedom and flexibility and habits to get me to where I am now. I love my body unconditionally and all that she has blessed me with. My point being is that you can experience that. In addition to my own transformation, I've helped over 20 other women experience this freedom and this joy as well. Ditching the diets, falling in love with the process of taking care of themselves and in the process, losing excess weight and stepping into this confident version of themselves. My friend, what would it feel like to wake up every single morning and feel energized, vibrant, light, and enjoy your body? To achieve your desired body with ease and joy, to no longer struggle with your nutrition and lose weight, but instead feel amazing in your body while still enjoying the things that you love. This is so possible for you. And I already see that for you. I see that light. I see that path. Now, if you're ready to start making that transformation and experience joy and pleasure and freedom when it comes to taking care of your health. I invite you to register and book a complimentary consultation call to explore what it would look like to work together. I know that investing in yourself can be really scary and hard, but it makes all of the difference. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. I am just so grateful for you and this experience and being able to offer you my wealth of knowledge and tips and resources. Thank you so much for listening to the Feel Your Best podcast today. Let this act as your daily reminder that you, yes, you friend, deserve to feel the best you can in your body. My hope is that this podcast will be the place you can come to get the right dose of inspiration, education, and motivation to help you take action and see that you can create a body you love. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you would share it with your friends so that they too can start feeling better in their body. Tag me on your Instagram stories with a screenshot of this episode and let me know what you thought. I'll see you next time.